What's up, guys? Happy Wednesday. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. Thanks for tuning in. Before we dive in to this episode, I wanted to give you guys a little bit of a life update. And, you know, not much has changed. Not not, not much is new, but I just have had the weirdest week. So by the time you're listening to this, it'll be the following week. But um, yeah, maybe you guys have seen on Instagram, I posted a few things. I had like a total anxious meltdown the other day. Just the, the weight and responsibilities of adulthood and being a business owner and being a homeowner above all else, which is obviously new to me, um, just came like all crashing down on me at once. And I just like couldn't, I couldn't deal. I couldn't deal. So I had a big cry and that was good. And obviously asked for help where I needed it. Um, and I thought I would share that with you guys. Cause I know there's a lot of people that maybe struggle to ask for help. And I've always been really independent, love doing things on my own. I pride myself on being a very competent person. I'm smart. I'm resourceful. I can I mean, I built a freaking multi six figure business by myself without knowing what the frick I was doing. So I, I know that I can figure things out, but there's also a time in realizing that we don't always have to figure everything out by ourselves. And we don't always have to be responsible for figuring everything else out. And so, yeah, that's just a reminder to ask for help and support where you need it. You know, I, I went through a phase of really learning how to like ask for help and receive when I was transitioning away from the hyper-masculine energy that I had been in for pretty much all of my life and learning to really integrate more of that feminine energy of being able to receive and rest and relax. And there were certain things that uh, I put into place, like especially in my relationship of just honestly delegating and letting my partner handle certain things and trusting that he was capable enough to do it and letting him do it, even though maybe it wasn't the way that I exactly envisioned or wanted you know, things like household stuff, like the dishwasher and like doing the laundry and folding the clothes and stuff like that, that maybe you typically aren't in charge of. And then when you let someone else do it, you're like, oh, but like I do it so much better kind of thing. Um, But yeah, I went through like a phase a couple years ago of just like actually surrendering that and getting really good at that. But Life is a journey and there's always new things presenting themselves and becoming a homeowner, there are so many like, oh my God, like I just, I'm like, why did I think that I should do this? Like this is the worst idea ever, (laughs) not to deter anyone from wanting to buy a home, but like, fuck. Um, Yeah, like it's just very administrative, so much paperwork, so much mail, so many bills, so many accounts that need to be set up, so much just so much, you know, and that is so not my vibe. And I feel like I've just been in this, in this year already of so much administrative work 
I feel like I've talked to, to you guys about this on the podcast over the past year of just moving back to the U.S. and all of the immigration stuff and filing documents and applying for homes and getting the dog approved and the homeowners association and the mortgage and like I just feel like this whole year for me has been like the theme of administrative bullshit (laughs) and me doing so much shit that I don't want to do so that I can get myself to a place where I want to be getting the business really well established back in the U.S. now moving to the state of Florida, changing everything about my life and my identifications and my mail and everything to this new place. And yeah, all the homeowner stuff and the immigration stuff and taxes for the business now being in a new state and and new country. And whoo, yeah, it's been a lot. Um, but anyway... It's just another reminder that like even sometimes when we think we've learned a lesson or we've done the work, life will present new ways for us to again learn the lesson and do the work. And that's why the work is never done. It's just this perpetual, continuous learning and evolving. And yeah, I guess if you feel like oh my God, I thought I learned this lesson or I thought that I mastered this or I thought that I already knew how to surrender or ask for help or receive or whatever the lesson is for you that you feel like you're relearning. Just know that you're not alone and we're probably going to be relearning and unlearning for the rest of our lives. And that is okay. And it's actually part of the process. And even though it sucks sometimes, because let me tell you, This shit sucks. This administrative year that I'm in right now is like not the vibe. Like I do, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be doing all of these things. I actually hate it with every fiber of my being. But I continue to put one foot in front of the other and show up for it because I know that it is a lesson that I have to learn and it's a stepping stone to the next evolution of myself and my business and of my life. So anyway, that's the life update. There are six planets currently in retrograde, um, which, yeah, if that feels like, if it feels like your life and your relationships and your shadows and everything is just like coming to the surface and you feel weird as fuck, you are not alone. The vibes are off. I'm just going to say it. (laughs) the vibes have been off and that is my life update just keeping it real with you guys um it's not always a hundred over here and we just keep feeling our feelings and rolling with it so anyway um yeah continuing to put one foot in front of the other and getting excited for what's coming up and what is on the horizon for us and all that we do have and leaning into gratitude and all of that simultaneously while also feeling the feelings of frustration and anxiety and knowing that it sucks and allowing yourself to feel that it sucks without gaslighting yourself into just immediately saying, oh, but I should just be grateful. Let's cancel this feeling, right? So just holding the duality of both of those things always. An exciting announcement for you guys is that I'm hosting a free masterclass that's coming up on Sunday, 
September 25th. It's going to be at 4 p.m. Eastern Time U.S. So this masterclass is all about how I built a six-figure business in one year. And I'm really, really excited for this masterclass because, oh my God, it's like one of the things that I just love to teach on and I know the energy is going to be so potent and alive. So if you've ever been to one of my masterclasses, um, you know the vibes. It's always a good time. I always give more than expected (laughs) and people usually walk away feeling really, really good. Um, If you've never been to one of my masterclasses, I encourage you to come. It's totally free. So don't miss it. It's going to be really, really great. So in this masterclass specifically, I'm going to be sharing with you guys my biggest mistakes in business, the top things that really skyrocketed my growth, my core pillars of business building, my whole timeline and journey to becoming a coach so that you can get a really good idea of what it actually took and some of the steps that might be required. And I'm also going to help you connect to the vision of your ideal business. I'm going to guide you through an experience. And then we're going to do some EFT tapping at the end for success, which is an amazing practice if you've never practiced EFT before that just helps you bypass the conscious mind and start to implant uh, more empowering beliefs into your subconscious mind. So that's what we have in store for the free masterclass on Sunday, the 25th. I'll leave a link in the show notes for you guys to sign up. There's also a link in my bio on Instagram at underscore Samantha Daily. If for whatever reason you can't access those links or you can't find it, you can always just send me a DM on Instagram and I'll be happy to help you get set up. A replay recording will be available. I know that's always the number one question. If you can't come live, yes, you will receive a link to the recording in your inbox afterwards. You just have to sign up for the masterclass. So I will see you guys there, hopefully. All right, let's dive in to this episode because I'm going to share with you guys today the reasons why you might not be making more sales than you could be making online. So this is for my business girlies. If you are building an online business, if you are putting yourself out there on social media, if you have a passion that you want to turn into a paycheck, you've been posting, but you're not really seeing sales. These things are really, really important to remember and take note of. So let's go. Welcome to the Makeshift Happen podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Daly, entrepreneur, life coach, and your no BS bestie, here to bring you all things mindset, manifestation, and personal development. This podcast is designed to help you expand your mind and up-level your life. So turn the volume up and roll the windows down if you're coming along for the ride. Let's go make shift happen. let's dive into the five reasons that you are not making more sales. Okay. Because here's the truth, right? As online coaches and practitioners, healers, business owners, whatever you consider yourself, um, you know, we can learn all of these visualization and embodiment techniques. We can adopt every modality and all of that stuff under the sun. 
We can master the art of manifestation. We can implement the law of attraction. We can reframe our limiting beliefs around self-worth, imposter syndrome, money, being salesy, and still struggle to make money online. So if you've experienced this, but you know that you have a really valuable product or gift or service to offer the world, here's what might be going on. And this is more from a marketing perspective, okay? These are the things that might be happening that are preventing you from making more sales. So, but I also just want to let you know that you're not doomed, okay? If you're like, oh my God, yes, I'm doing all the inner work. I feel like I've learned so much from so many, uh, you know, teachers, coaches, mentors, whatever. I'm implementing everything. I, I'm doing all the work for manifestation, law of attraction. I've worked through my limiting beliefs. I journal, practice affirmations. I'm doing all the things and I'm not making money. Don't worry. You're not doomed. It's just likely that you need to be willing to show up more transparently and probably work on your consistency, okay? But I'm going to give you some more tangible things. So these are the five five reasons that you are not making more sales. The first one, speaking of inconsistency, is that you're probably absent or inconsistent online, right? And so this means that your audience doesn't know enough about you. You have to let them in more to who you are. You've got to be willing to share more of your life, your thoughts, your authentic voice and personality, and the behind the scenes of all of it, right? So the focus should be on becoming a relevant part of these people's day and someone that they can count on by showing up consistently. Consistently. So like an example of this is if you show up every day in stories or if you're posting once a week, every single week with your podcast or if you have a twice weekly YouTube vlog or series that you're posting, but there's somewhere online on the interwebs where your audience knows that they can find you with consistency, right? You guys that listen to the podcast, you know every Wednesday there's a new episode of Makeshift Happen. And if you love the show, you probably wait for that new episode. You probably even know that the new episodes come out on Wednesdays, right? So I, in a sense, have become a part of your life. I've become a part of your routine. And that's really important when you want to actually build relationships with people and you actually want to help them and you want to infuse whatever gifts, knowledge, wisdom you have into their lives, you've got to be willing to show up on a consistent basis, right? Because you're not going to remember to listen to the Makeshift Happen podcast if I'm posting sporadically here and there and then I'm just going on Instagram and saying, hey, there's a new episode of the podcast and it hasn't been, you know, I haven't posted in a month. Like by that time, you would have moved on to another podcast because you're like, I need my weekly dose of whatever it is. So then you'd find another show that you listen to, that you love, that's like your weekly little ritual. 
And so this is why consistency is really, really important. And it's not just consistency of surface level stuff. It's consistency of the deeper stuff. Like I said, of being willing to actually share parts of your life that have maybe nothing to do with what you're selling, (laughs) but you're there to build a personal brand. And so you're sharing the depths of your life, your soul, um, the people that are in your lives. Like you guys know stuff about my partner. You know stuff about my dog. Like you've seen my new house. Um, Yeah, like just being willing to share the behind the scenes and, and your thoughts and your opinions. Okay, so number one, you're probably absent or inconsistent. Number two, you might be hiding behind a business profile. So you might have like a quote unquote business account on Instagram, let's say, for example, that is separate from your personal account. Now, there's nothing that's technically wrong with this, but you should know that people people don't really buy from brands in the same way that they buy from people. It's just a fact, right? So people are going to need to really know you, like you, and feel like they can trust you before they're going to spend money with you. And so if we think about influencer marketing, this is why influencers are so effective and so highly paid is because they they have built a personal brand, right? Their, um, their Instagram picture is a picture of them. It's not a picture of a logo. It's a picture of their face. And their content is about them and their life and their relationships and funny stories that have been happening to them and where they're going and what they're doing and where they travel and what they like to eat and their opinions on things and their hot takes on pop culture events and shows. And it's just them sharing their life and their personality, right? And this is why they can sell literally anything like influencers can come out with their own merch that is, you know, just very basic, but because they have built raving fans, because they've shared so much about their life, they can sell it. They can also promote so many different products and things that maybe that they use and they like, or maybe (laughs) it depends on the influencer. Maybe they don't even use it, but they promote it and it drives sales for those companies and for those brands. Because those companies and brands are very smart and they know that people like to buy from people more than they like to buy from businesses. So as a big brand, business, or corporation, they're going to invest hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars into influencer marketing so that real life people who have built personal brands can help sell their products for them because people buy from people. So if you are an individual, a solopreneur, you're a coach of some kind, you have a product or a service to sell, it's really important that you lean into the idea of building a personal brand rather than just having a business account or having a company. Now, your product or service can absolutely be a company. You can establish yourself as an LLC. You can 
start to create, you know, more elements that are more company like as you move forward in your business, you're obviously going to have to delegate and hire and build a team and all of that. So it's not to say that you can't have a company and that you're going to have to be by yourself forever. It's just that you have to treat your social media presence as a personal brand rather than as a company or a business if you want to drive sales right we just know this to be true we know this in psychology we know this in marketing we know that it works we've seen it with the influencer marketing stuff like this is just facts (laughs) so stop hiding behind business profiles and you know I think a big reason why people do this is primarily because they are afraid of being seen and it is a way to hide if you're really really honest with yourself you might find out that the reason why you want to keep your business account and your personal account separate is because you're a little bit afraid of all of those people that already follow you on your personal account seeing you doing the the business thing and talking to the camera and posting about your services and like, ooh, maybe they think it's embarrassing. Maybe they think it's cringe. Maybe they're not interested in it. Maybe they're not my ideal client. So I'm not going to share it with them. I'm just going to go over here and I'm going to create this brand new little account that's going to be totally private and only the people that are interested are going to follow it. And that way I can be safe and I don't have to deal with the opinions of other people and I don't have to confront my inability or my aversion to being seen. And the truth of the matter is that if you want to create impact in the world and if you want to sell something that you know is going to help people in their lives, you have to be willing to be seen. And so also this could be like a really transformative moment for you where you decide to step into radical authenticity and say, you know what? This is part of who I am now. These are the things that I care about. This is the work that I'm obsessed with. This is what has changed my life. This is what I love. And I'm going to share it with other people. And I don't know if all those people are going to resonate. I don't know if all those people are going to care. I don't know if some of those people might think that it's cringy or embarrassing or weird. Whatever. It's on my heart. It's part of my desire. It's part of my my passion, my purpose. So I'm going to stand in the truth of what I want and unapologetically share it. And the people that like it will be magnetized to it and the people that don't will fall away. And actually, that's exactly what I want because I don't want to continue to create spaces in my life or online where I cannot be fully myself or I have to censor myself or only be this one certain version of myself so that it's palatable for other people, right? This is actually a a much bigger conversation. And I talk about this with my business clients a lot. Like, okay, yes, I can give you this tip of you may not be making as much sales because you're hiding behind this business profile and your profile picture is a logo and you're just posting educational content and we don't know anything about you as a person or your life or your family or your preferences or your opinions. But really behind that is like the the deeper inner work of what are you hiding from? right? Is there imposter syndrome? Is there the aversion to being seen? Like there's so much opportunity to go deeper there and actually figure out what's going on because that 
is the thing that's also impacting your business and your ability to really connect with the people that want what you're selling. Okay, number three is they don't trust you. The audience, the people online, your followers, they don't trust you yet, okay? Building trust with anyone obviously takes time. And there are there are times where, you know, this has happened to me, like people will follow me for like years before they ever send me a DM or ever inquire about any of my programs or working with me in any capacity. And so, you know, I think some advice, especially if you're earlier on in your coaching journey or entrepreneurial journey, is that you've got to be willing to play the long game, okay? Because not everybody is just going to find your account, immediately resonate you, be like, oh my God, I love this person and I want everything that she sells and sign me up. Here's my information. Like, yes, I'm in. But there will be people like that. If your content is magnetizing enough, if you can figure out a way to feel confident in sharing your opinions and actually being polarizing in what you share, that will create such strength in your in 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 the magnetism of your content that there will be people that find you and 4 days later they sign up for your highest ticket item. Like that has happened to me and it always blows my mind. Someone will DM me and be like, I found your podcast three days ago. I binged so many episodes. I'm obsessed. I'm signing up to whatever the program is. It's incredible. But, right, that is not the norm, okay? So we have to be willing to play the long game. But there are ways to speed up this process, yeah? And this is the tip that I'm going to give you. This is the, the secret sauce to speeding up the process of getting people to trust you so that they'll buy from you is to create more intimacy with your audience. You have to create intimacy in your content and how consistently you show up. Because the more that you do this, the faster that you'll be able to build trust. And so the advice is really just to be Again, like (laughs) everything that I'm saying is all connected and all kind of the same, but you get the point, right? You've got to be willing to be open. You've got to be willing to show up. You've got to be willing to be seen and you've got to be willing to be consistent and share often. That is how you build trust, right? How do you trust someone that you barely know? You don't. How do you get people to know you? You share openly and often that's how you build trust number four is that you're not utilizing video enough okay again we could go back into the whole conversation of what are you hiding from is it imposter syndrome are you afraid of what people will think are you afraid of being seen all the things this is another way that people self-sabotage their businesses because they're hiding. You're not utilizing video enough. And we know you can see it. You can feel it. It's so obvious. It's just video is what's, what is working right now. Video is the name of the game right now. 
Every single platform is turning into video. Even podcasts are turning into videos, right? Instagram is turning into all videos. TikTok completely took off because it's all videos. YouTube is videos. Everything is video, right? Daily Instagram stories, talking to the camera, reels, TikToks, live videos, IGTV, YouTube, podcast clips, videos. Pick whatever you like and just do it consistently, but you have to be willing to show up on video. No one is going to able to no one is going to be able to feel like they're genuinely friends with you if you are only showing them pretty pictures and quotes. Right? Again, going back to the like, know, and trust factor of what allows someone to feel safe enough to invest with you, to purchase with you. And how are they going to like, know, and trust you if it's just static photos and quotes? That does not feel like a real life person is talking to me. That does not feel like I, I'm learning about this person's life and their experiences and their mind and their opinions. It just feels like a stranger on the internet. And if you feel like a stranger on the internet to people, they're not going to feel safe enough and comfortable enough with you to buy from you. So you've got to get on video and make friends with your audience. Tell them things that you would tell your friends. Be willing to create intimacy, to be open, to share vulnerably. And obviously there are levels to all of these things. You don't have to jump in right away with your first video and talk about your childhood trauma that you learned about in therapy, right? There are levels to this. But the deeper you can go with people, the more that you're willing to share, the more that they are going to feel connected to you. And that is why the podcast is such an important foundational cornerstone of my business. It is the biggest funnel into my business because this is where I storytell. This is where I share the pieces of my life and my journey and my learnings and my tips and my vulnerabilities and and all of it. I share it here with you guys on the podcast. And so it makes sense that the podcast is the main driver for sales in my business because this is the place where people feel like they get to know me best. And because they feel like they know me and they've experienced me and they see my heart and my journey, they can trust me. They're like, oh, I really resonate with her and her story and I just feel connected to her. I feel like I could be friends with her. Like, I feel like you guys are my friends because I share so much with you because I share with you as if you are my friends. And so if you feel, if that feeling is mutual and you're feeling that on the other side of the microphone of your headphones, then you're more likely to feel like you can trust me and that I would be a safe person and a safe place for you to ask questions, receive guidance, and make investments. And so that's how you really drive sales, right? Is making friends with your audience and doing that through storytelling and especially through video. Okay, the last one, number five, is they don't see you as an expert or authority right? So again, this is something that's going to take time and consistency. So you've got to continue to provide free value and education and not be afraid to give away some of your most helpful tips 
on your free platforms, whatever you use as your primary platforms of how you reach your audience, whether it's TikTok, Instagram, podcast, YouTube, whatever it is, not being afraid to give away some of your most helpful information, right? And being an expert or an authority doesn't mean that you need to know everything about everything before you can sell. It just means that you need to share more of what you do know. Take what you already know and make sure that you are sharing it, that you're, that you're not gatekeeping information, right? People are so concerned with like, oh, if I, if I give them this tip, then I, then I won't be able to help them at all in my programs. Look, this is a conversation for a whole other episode about how um, people don't hire you for information, <laughs> but that is just something that I so firmly believe, right? Obviously, there's going to be information and tools and and wisdom and helpful tips that we give inside of our programs and things. But I, I really think that one of the most valuable aspects of working with someone is being in their energy, being able to ask them specific questions about your journey and, you know, get that kind of like nuanced guidance and support they're not, someone's not going to hire me to like learn what are the top three marketing tips on Instagram, right? I might include marketing information and some really dope tips that you could use inside of my business coaching programs, but that's not going to be the reason why you hire me, right? The main reason why you're going to hire any coach or mentor or healer or service provider is because you like them, you resonate with them, and they're an expander for you because they have created something or done something that you would like to do and you want to learn from them. You want to be in their energy. You want to ask them your personal questions, right? So we don't need to be afraid of sharing like, oh, these are the best tips that I have about this certain thing. Because even if you're giving that information away for free, there's still so much more that, that you could dig into when someone works with you privately or in a group setting around that theme, right? There's so much nuance and so much depth to any one tip that you share. So just don't be afraid to give away really great information because this is going to help your audience start to view you as someone who actually knows what they're talking about and has some really great insight and information to share. I also think that being an expert or an authority is a lot about like an energy that you carry, right? So being an expert or an authority is not necessarily about how certified you are or how many courses you've taken, but it's really about the way that you carry yourself and the way that you are able to share information so that it's digestible for others and so that it's helpful for them and that you can provide it to them in a way that is easy for them to integrate and actually apply to their lives. So there's a lot around becoming an expert or an authority that has nothing at all to do with like how many certifications you have. Um, And that's another conversation too. You know, I think there's a lot of women that want to get into the coaching space that are completely paralyzed because they feel like they need to have every certification under the sun. And that is also another version of self-sabotage. 
I see this so much. Like, I can't help anybody yet because I need to do this 85-week, you know, $12,000 certification or I can't I can't put myself out there yet or I can't launch my business or I can't start taking clients or helping people yet because I need to get more certifications. I need to get the certification in EFT. I need to get the certification in NLP. I need to get the certified life coaching. I need to become a health coach. And this is just a way that that some people prevent themselves from actually ever having to start to press go on their business. It's another way to hide, to tell yourself perpetually, I don't know enough. I need more information. I have to learn more first. That's a way for you to stay safe because you don't actually have to put yourself out there. If you just keep learning and learning and learning and getting more certifications and and taking more programs and courses and all of that, then you don't actually have to do the hard work of saying, hey, here's what I can help you with and here's the program and here's the price, right? You just get to hide in your little study bubble where you're comfortable learning and philosophizing everything. (laughs) So there's so much that we could go into about this, but this is where I'm going to leave it for today for this episode. I hope these tips were helpful for you guys. If you are building a business, if you want to become a coach, whether you're already taking clients or you have not launched your business and you haven't taken any clients yet, I really encourage you to come to the free masterclass on Sunday, September 25th. Be there or be square. Honestly, I'm going to give some of my best information away, just like I shared with you in these tips. Don't be afraid to give away information. No geek, no gatekeeping. I'm going to share with you my whole journey, the things that really skyrocketed my growth, how I was able to build a six-figure business in one year with no prior experience in entrepreneurship. And honestly, not a lot of money. At that time, I was making less than $15,000 a year. So... Um, I hope that you'll come and be part of this masterclass. I can't wait to see you there. Also, we're going to give away some really incredible time-sensitive offers for ways that you can work with me in learning how to build and scale your coaching business live on the masterclass. So if you come live, you are guaranteed to get all of the juice and all of the best offers and discounts and things. So if you can, make sure that you show up live. And if not, there's there's going to be a replay recording. So as long as you're signed up, you'll receive the video recording in your email inbox shortly after the masterclass. All right, you guys, that is it for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, make sure that you take a screenshot and share it to your Instagram stories or send it to any of your friends or business besties that are also in the space, coaches who are building businesses. Um, Yeah, send it to someone who you think will resonate. All right, sending all my love to you guys and I'll talk to you soon. 